Huzzah, we're back. Episodes of the Rated RPG Podcast will be flowing again. Thank you very much for your patience. Before we dive into episode 78, a couple of quick things. First, our next live stream is already scheduled for Friday, July 8th at 7 p.m. Central U.S. That is going to be available to you. Join us live and enjoy it with us at twitch.tv slash gamesocietypimps. Some crazy stuff happened in our June 10th live stream, and normally we edit stuff out that happens like just in the live stream. But this is, and this is visual in nature, so it doesn't work really well with a podcast. But we'll figure it out because it was crazy and it was kind of fun and it did kind of tie into the game. So you'll hear that in upcoming episodes of the podcast. And finally, we have a new advertising sponsorship program with the Rated RPG podcast. Now, that's it's good news. Trust me, because there's this company and it it's embedding an advertisement in each episode of the podcast until the end of Descent into Avernus. So it's a good thing. You'll hear it when it pops up. Do not be alarmed. It is supposed to be there. And now, without further ado, episode... 78 of the Rated RPG Podcast. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and parts, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. It's been so long since we played that I honestly had no idea what we were doing. I really had no clue. I don't even remember how to play D&D anymore. Do you guys? Well, I obviously don't remember how to use computers. Like, I looked at my character sheet, and I was like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> Damn it. No, we had gotten to a point where you were actually getting really good, Aaron. I was really proud of you. Yep. Wait, character sheet? What? Yeah, two months. Just my brain just resets. So yeah. It's over. Yeah, you got to play every week in order to actually learn how to play this game. Any less than every week, ugh, not enough. Last time we, we left off, you guys are in the middle of, of quite a fight here. You had stumbled into this uh, tomb of uh, the Hell Knights, and you were very careful when you're moving through this uh, underground, dank, dusty crypt. Um, careful not to disturb any of the various burial urns that you've come across or any of the sarcophagi with nice, uh, perfectly preserved, uh, like fresh live roses gently placed on top of them until you eventually came across a room with some steels, just <laughs> monuments made of stone. They mark where people are buried and uh, they're very intimidating. And uh, I think one of you used detect magic and uh, detected a sort of necromantic aura coming off of them. Glubjeg got the balls to touch one of them and suffered a horrible uh, necrotic backlash. Took a whole bunch of damage. And now here's where I actually messed up last time we played. I know it's been months and I still haven't forgiven myself. I've thought about it every night since and I've been flagellating, self-flagellating like anyone should do when they make an error as monumental as this. It's nettles. Uh, yeah. But to Bobby, you had the brilliant idea of busting out your wand of secrets and trying to find a secret door. And I told you that there was no secrets in that room. I have to take a few steps back because there is a secret in that room. And your wand yeah. definitely would be vibrating and showing you where to go. So What? I know. Dun, dun, dun. I'm sorry. I'm going to cast you tech magic as a ritual. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's another thing that uh, somebody pointed out. Uh, Rangers 
don't have the ability to cast Detect Magic as a ritual. They do when you're the DM. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know, uh, what would D&D be without uh, everyone making mistakes all the time? <laughs> exactly. So, Emery, how are you going to uh, rectify this horrible mistake you made? What about my secret? Well, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just say that your wand in the middle of the uh, battle starts to vibrate. And it'll point you in the direction that you need to go. Hey, my wand is vibrating every time I get into battles too. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, makes it hard to pee in the mouth of evil. <laughs> no. <laughs> it rises the chicken, if you will. <laughs> That'll be for after this battle, because currently you're facing down a bunch of mummies. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't fair. I I. I can't see the entire map like I could last time we were playing. You could see the entire map last time we were no. playing? Oh, yeah. Last time we were playing, I could see everything. Yeah, it was great. Could yeah, you all? He nudged, he nudged me. No, I couldn't see it, and the other guys couldn't. But Aaron, at one point, like nudged me. He's like, hey, check this out. I'm like, stop it. I'm <laughs> ignoring you now. <laughs> it was my wand of secrets. It revealed the entire dungeon to me using my DM site. Wow. Dang. But I didn't, you know, like it didn't make any difference. I didn't know where to go or any, what to do or anything. So that's yeah, he fine. Didn't, funny. He didn't use it to his advantage. I, don't, I didn't. And I, I wouldn't have even capable. known how to if yeah. I wanted to. So that's really funny. So your cheating was canceled out by my, my, my mistake. mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. Well, at least we are all honest and open with each other now in retrospect. Yeah. But for now, you got mummies in your face. Let's kill them. Race, you are up in initiative. All right, all right, all right. I got a bunch of haters in my face, and I've been waiting to fight some haters for a while now. I'm going oh. back to my original spell that never works, but I feel like this is the moment, right? I'm going to cast motherfucking sleep like it's 2020 all over again. Uh, Race, uh, what's your sleep song? Baby, I'm in a dungeon, and when I'm in a dungeon, I like, I like to take, take a nap. nap. I, like I like to take, take a nap, nap so, so good my dick falls asleep. <laughs> then I cast a level three sleep spell. Dang. That's 7d8 because it's one more. Cast a, 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 that's nine. Um, here are the first five, and then here are the additional four. So you, uh, you sing your sleepy song, um, and the uh, magic sort of uh, uh, be begins to be visible uh, coming out of your mouth. Uh, you guys can all see sort of like glittery bluish mist leaping forward out of Race's mouth and swirling around the heads of these mummies. And their implacable advance isn't slowed even for a moment. Okay. They don't care about bedtime songs. Oh, the most alert mummies in history, shit. Um. <laughs> As a player, I was going to warn you, but I don't think Glovejack knew that. Oh, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, then I... Oh, wait. They're dead. Why would dead... Anyways. What's Race's intelligence score? His intelligence is a 12. 12? I don't know if that's bad. Okay. It's it's actually slightly above a half-rich. All right. Well, he had a he had a theory that undead creatures can't be put to sleep, and he just proved himself. He proved his theory <laughs> correct. Eureka! <laughs> yeah, now seemed like the best time to experiment. He was just like, oh, well, I'm feeling kind of casual. I'm just going to see if this works. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then what I'll do is 
I'm going to give a bardic inspiration to which one of us is up after that? Glubjag. All right. Glubjag gets the inspiration. Now, the nice thing about sleep, too, is that it is not concentration. So you did not lose concentration on your uh, um, other spell. What, what was he concentrating on? Uh, holy weapon. Holy yeah, weapon. I, I double checked just before I did in case I was going to screw myself. There you go. In the description of sleep itself, it says that it doesn't work on undead. And I was, I was actually really curious whether it did because I looked at the mummy stats and I was like, immunities. And I didn't see sleep on their immunities thing. And I was like, are these mummies about to fall asleep? Uh, <laughs> if I had glasses, maybe I could have squinted quicker, but yeah, we live and we learn. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you gave out your inspiration to Glubjag. Now, are you gonna stand in that spot right now? Since Lulu's in between us, can I like move uh, closer to uh, the Bobby without taking a hit? Yeah, there's no attack of opportunity yeah. there. Uh, then we just go mosey. And do I get my full range of movement then still? Uh, yeah, it, moving through your allies counts uh, two squares of movement, but other than that, you can you can move full. Then I'll just go right behind the Bobby. Next up is gonna be Lulu. She doesn't really like this situation she's in, so she is going to go ahead and get the heck out of here. She's gonna take the disengage action and then fly back this way up to Glubjag and sort of hide, hide behind Glubjag here. So yeah. Hi, Lulu. Should we get out of here? Oh dear, I don't know, Glubjag. Your friends are gonna get murdered by mummies. It was a joke. I don't leave my friends behind. Oh. I just I just run around a lot. Well that was a funny joke. You could have fucking fooled me. <laughs> Whoa, I've never heard you swear before. <laughs> Sorry, this place is just giving me the creeps. This is an awful lot of talking for six seconds of, of round time. <laughs> yeah. But it, you were speaking a lot faster than what you're doing now. Well, I'm, and I'm still concentrating on Zephyr Strike. So. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, next up, we got a mummy. Okay, so this one is the mummy that's here in the back on the right side. And the Wall of Fire, if I recall correctly, only triggers if it ends its turn close to it. But these mummies aren't very smart. See, we got an intelligence of six. Uh, I would say that's smart enough to notice that it's going to be killed if it's standing near fire. So I am going to have it sort of move away. It is going to march up to Hamstone. Five, 10, oh, 15. When it enters my range, I get to attack it. Okay, go for it. All right. Doesn't take like heat damage or nothing? Uh, it will if it ends its turn uh, close to the wall. Yeah. 16. That is going to be a hit. And the holy weapon. Murder. Five. Okay. Five more uh, radiant damage. Murder most foul. Uh, so it looks like a total of 15 points of damage. Yeah, that's free. That's free damage. Yeah. That's, that's free. why Hamstone is here, you guys. I get the free damage. <laughs> okay, so that was 20 feet of movement for the mummy because it had to go through its buddy. Uh, that's it as far as its movement goes. It can't actually move any further than that, so it looks like it will be taking some fire damage. Uh, but first, it's going to be using its multi-attack. Ah, uh, oh, multi-attack. Yeah, multi-attack. Yeah, It's going to be using Dreadful Glare. Uh, and it's gonna target you, Mr. Hamstone. So I need you to go and make a wisdom saving throw. Uh -oh. Okay. Yep. He's so wise. Wait, before you. 18. Never mind. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. 
Dababi offers a helping hand, but Hamstone smacks it away and says, I got Get this. Away. I am Hamstone. <laughs> uh, you do manage to resist the uh, magic of the mummy's uh, stare. Uh, and then it swings its rotting fist at you. Oh, this ought to be fun. 18 hit you? Nope. Oh, bounces off your plate armor. There he goes, he is. Mr. Hamstone knows mummies can't hurt him. They won't leave him alone. Mr. Hamstone. Thank you for that. Um, blink, blink 185. Uh, Ooh, when did Glubjig become a bard? By the sound of that, so never. <laughs> Aaron loves Axel Rose, so you should have a discussion with him about really? Guns N' Roses. Oh, huge Axel Rose. No, fan. you love Axel Rose. Emery doesn't know who Guns N' Roses is, but he does know who Axel Rose is. <laughs> what? Yeah. How do you get one without the other? Did he have a sideband? <laughs> no. Nope. He's an entrepreneur with a lot of artistic endeavors other than Guns N' Roses. You guys, yeah, you that's no. You don't know that's, the. But do you know? Do you know who Guns N' Roses is? <laughs> of course I know. They're a band from you okay. know from the eighties. Yeah, name, name two of their songs, Emery, right now. Welcome to the jungle, sweet child of mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh right. he did it! All right, one All more. Right. One more. I I don't got a third one. That's it. All right. Well, uh, I need whoever put up this wildfire. I'm pretty sure that's the Bobby. To go ahead and yep. roll 5d8 fire damage on Mr. Mummy. Turn that ass. Oh, very no, well. Mr. Mummy was his father. <laughs> Please. <laughs> How's that for damage? Holy oh! Good. All right, so that's 29 damage. And uh, you watch as this mummy, uh, after flailing around trying to smack a uh, hamstone, um, the heat coming off of your wall of fire uh, catches its uh, tattered... Uh, rags that are wrapping around its uh, dried out, desiccated corpse body uh, catch on fire. And in an instant, it is burned down into nothing but a pile of ash. Yeah. Uh, the fire I was point, very I, effective. I point my shield over in that direction and I say, are you seeing this, bro? <laughs> yes. So much power that I give you. What does it feel like? I mean, it's kind of cool. I'll admit it. It's a bit of a thrill. Mm. Would you like me to tickle your balls next time too? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, yeah, actually, while like while they're yeah while the zombies are being burned, that would be great. Free me from this prison, and I shall tickle your balls whenever you want. That's your most enticing <laughs> offer yet. I'll think about it. <laughs> why do I feel really uncomfortable right now, and don't know exactly why? <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I need to to ask this question, um, mummies. Once you have been, uh, once you pass your save against their uh, dreadful glare, you become immune to it for twenty four hours from yep. all mummies. Uh, so obviously, Hamstone is immune. He just passed his save, and I, I I must imagine that some of you guys have used it against as well. I would venture to guess that Race to Bobby and Hamstone are all immune. Glubjeg, were you around in this room when the mummies uh, appeared? I was, okay. but then I used Zephyr Strike to get out. Do you recall if any of them had a chance to try to paralyze you with their glare? I do not. I'll take it if you give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Respect. Well, 
Yeah, screw it. It's it's been so long. I don't want to, especially because it's such a terrible debuff. If you were to fail your save, uh, you know, and then die from it, but then it turns out that you shouldn't have even had to make that save. That'd be very yeah. unfortunate. So Inter interesting yeah. side effect too. We're all also immune to STDs for the next twenty four hours. Whoa! Finally, we're immune right. to standards. <laughs> yes. Standards. I'm gonna have to lower my standards around yeah. you guys. We um, will we will we will we will do anything now. <laughs> so this is a rotting fist at Hamstone, getting a 13, that's gonna miss. And then he's gonna Sir. shuffle his way down this hallway. So that was five, ten. Alright, so that mummy uh scooches down the hallway following after Lulu, and it turns and it spots Glubjeg uh, further down that hallway, and Wait. it's coming right for you, Glubjeg. Uh -oh. Not afraid. Next up is Glubjeg. Right on. Well, uh, I guess while that guy's trying to get to me, I'll just hammer him with some good old-fashioned arrow fire. I imagine Glubjeg just standing there, like, thinking for, like, 15 seconds about what he's gonna do. <laughs> Yeah. He looks yeah. down at his bow. He's like, oh. <laughs> he looks around a little bit. It's raining today. He's like, hmm. And I will also use my extra force damage. All right, here we go. Little Ooh. morning shaft. Wahoo! Wahoo! Oh, dang! That's a big old hit. Twenty-six plus your D eight force that damage. destruction, baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Should I use it? You can save it if you want to like reroll an ability check later, but yeah, it will add an extra 1d8 of damage if you do it. Yeah, can can, can it add to your uh, attack roll as well? Because that's a really good use for you it. You can too. basically, um, the target and each creature of your choice that you can see within five feet must succeed on a constitution saving throw against your spell DC or take thunder damage equal to the number rolled on the bardic die. Okay. The future reference. And then what can Bardic Inspiration be normally added to for you? Uh, like, um, you, you get to do The saving do throw, attack, or ability. Okay. Attack rolls, saving throws, yeah. or ability checks. Okay. Got it. So it's, be it's better if there's a group, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. But if you miss by a little bit, then, and you just really want to hit, you can use that die to give yourself a good chance of hitting. Attack number two. Hoo hoo! <laughs> okay, that is another hit with Morning Shaft. The golden chicken flies out of your uh, bow and strikes the mummy straight in the chest, dealing the extra radiant damage because it deals that radiant damage to fiends and undead. Um, 11 more points. Nice. Okay. I'll stay where I am. You got a nice, uh, you know, corridor to shoot down, so... Uh, okay, so this mummy walks up to uh, Mr. Hamstone and Mr. Bobby. It's a it's a fairly stupid undead. Uh, it doesn't really understand the difference between two targets, other than that they're just living. So I think I'm gonna 50-50. Uh, which one of you it's gonna attack? Yeah, I'll take yeah. odd. Odd for me. Please. Odd for you. So odd attacks you is what you're saying? Yeah. All right, here we go. I uh, got a 76. It's gonna attack to Bobby. All right, here comes the Bobby. Get ready for this mommy fist. Oh, a seven. Does a seven hit you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, does it? it does. Oh. No, if a seven hit me, I would not be here right now. <laughs> All right, uh, Reginald, your turn. There's a mummy next to you. There sure as shit is. And you know what? I got this, uh, I got this plan, see. Race cast 
uh, holy weapon on my glaive. Yeah. And uh, that's great, and I can use that to give an enemy, when I hit him, I can deal like 2d8 additional radiant damage. Sure. But I can also decide to end it and burst that out and deal 4d8 radiant damage to all chosen enemies within 30 feet of me. Yeah. As a bonus action. Yeah. So first thing I'm going to do is just attack this guy in front of me with my glaive. Darlene, let's do it. Ooh, 25 hits. Now, if I add the holy weapon, I can still do the burst of the holy weapon as a bonus action, right? Yeah, if you wish. Later. Sure. Okay, cool. Totally. Um, So I am going to do that. Okay. Additional five. Um, five. I get two, two attacks, mm -hmm. so... Uh, I will do that again. Okay, 14, 14. on the uh, 14 on the roll. That is a hit. All right, and then a holy weapon again on that. 11. Nice. Wow. Okay. And then I'm going to say, "Whore, we're gonna kill these mummies." And then I'm going to use the burst. Uh, so I'll I'll select all of the enemies within 30 feet of me, which would be this. Okay. What is it, a wraith hiding out over here? Um, Actually, oh, that is a group of rats. That is a oh, okay. No, bunch never of mind. rats. So it'll be this guy, and uh, this guy, and uh, this guy, this guy, and these two mummies down here hiding behind the wall. Sounds good. So, so that's... Six, one, two, three, four, five, six different mummies, and this will be a 4d8, and then I will be done with the holy weapon burst. Cool. Now they get to make DC 16 con saves because that's right. uh, races. Races uh, spell DC is 16. Okay, so I'm gonna go with the closest to you first. And this is a fail, and then the one on the right that's coming to Glubjeg, that is a fail. And then the next closest one, that is a fail. Uh, the next closest one, fail. One in the jar, uh, passes, okay. And the other one in the jar, fail. Okay, so they all take full damage except for one of them. And all of them that took full damage are also blinded. Oh, blinded. At the end of their turn, they can make a con save saving throw to end the blinded effect, though. Okay. All right. Good job, Race. That's on you, buddy. That no, no, that's on you good. actually knowing how to use that spell. Don't give me the credit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Bam. That was, a, that was pretty effective, I guess to say. Wasn't as much damage as I would have liked. I mean, 15 damage, but... Eh, it'll do. Yeah. Tallies up. Yeah, I mean, but they're they're now blind, which is gonna really, really hinder their ability to do any damage to you guys. They already weren't really having a good, easy time damaging you, but now it's like, now it's gonna be bad. All right, so all the ones marked with the little purple dot, those guys are blinded. Are you moving? Uh, I don't have any good place to move to, so I'm just gonna stay where I'm at. Okay, Brad, you ordered your dungeon pizza, you just said, huh? I did. Oh, what's on it? Gotta tell us. It's a uh, gluten-free crust, of course. Of course. It starts out very uh, normal, and then it gets weird. Uh, and I have classic <laughs> marinara sauce. Normal. Mozzarella cheese. Very normal. Salami and tofu. Oh. Ooh. Tofu. And then my vegetable rolls just came out 
Spices. Spices? Yes. <laughs> the the vegetable spice. <laughs> Which is like, it's like garlic, oregano, and something. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it. Yeah. That could be really good. You'll have to yeah. That could be low-key fire. It depends on yeah. how it blends. But That'll yeah. help. Totally. It'll definitely help the tofu taste like something. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't know if I salami on a pizza. Salami's good. It's kind of like pepperoni, but like, you know. Imagine spending the rest of your days living in paradise, enjoying the life you've worked so hard to earn. Well, that dream can be a reality at Me Bay Beachside Estates on Crow Island. Nestled along an unspoiled seashore with crystal clear water as far as the eye can see, Me Bay Beachside Estates feature private luxury residences for individuals, couples, or families. With the idyllic waterfront community of Merchant Harbor nearby, you'll have shopping, world-class dining, medical services, and the peace of mind of having highly trained town guards just a stone's throw away. Not to mention, Merchant Harbor is home to some of the most respected artisans in the brewing and distilling industry. But the pristine silver sand beaches out your front door are just the beginning of nature's many blessings on the island. Every morning, the sun rises over the majestic Uverlumna Mountains and brings its warmth to the fertile farms and orchards of the Valley of Green Gold, one of the most productive agricultural regions in the world. You might say the only downside to Me Bay Beachside Estates is that there's only a limited number available. We're taking reservations and deposits for construction to begin soon, but we understand if you're on the fence. So we'd like to invite you to come and see your future today. For only 25 gold pieces, we'll arrange first-class travel aboard a luxurious schooner. And after a short journey by sea, you'll arrive in Merchant Harbor, where a Bay Beachside Estates liaison will greet you at the docks and arrange lodging at one of the fine local inns. After a hearty breakfast in the morning, you'll take a tour of the Me Bay Beachside Estates build site, followed by a scenic wagon ride through the valley. Then enjoy a chef-prepared banquet in your honor. After a short presentation by Me Bay representatives, you'll have a few days to explore a bit on your own and experience the natural beauty and charm of the region before boarding a ship to get you back home again. Home at least, until you take residence at Me Bay Beachside Estates. See our Me Bay Beachside Estates representative at the docks in Baxter for more information and to book your tour today. Space is limited. Okay, I'm wondering, uh, what is, so what's the purple uh, mark on this dude in front of me mean? They blind. blind! Oh, he's blind? Okay, <laughs> cool. So he's just gonna lash out randomly, probably get disadvantage or something. Oh yeah. You have advantage on attacks against him, he has disadvantage on attacks against you. It's quite good. Oh, really? Yep. If I was going to push the zombie, how, what, what would that, how would I do that? So you would replace <laughs> one of your attacks um, right. with a athletics check. And okay. then I, we get to make either an athletics check or an acrobatics check. And if you beat me, then you shove me back five feet. If we tie or if I beat you, then you don't shove me anywhere. 
Okay. How, what, how, what kind of shape does this zombie in? Does he look pretty beat up? Does he look like, uh, you know, I could, I could take him? This one is pretty messed up. It just got chopped to bits by a hamstone and then blinded by a flash of holy light. Okay. Because I want to push him into the fire, you know? That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty sick. I think I might thunder wave him. Thunder wave? Yeah, okay. because that will push him. It'll also feet. hurt me. It'll either It'll hurt, hurt me. Hamstone or those the swarm of rats that's over there. Oh, lads! Wait Just shove a minute. Just shove oh, it's there. a cube. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a cube. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I could it. just burn him to death with burning hands. Probably be the easiest and simplest thing to do, but I don't really want to use a third level spell right now. If I don't have to, you're shove saying him. I should just push him? Shove him. Yeah, do shove. I have a weak, I have a bad strength. I should it's be able okay. to use my dex, I feel like. It's not right. Yeah. Nope, it's the your mummies, athletics. The mummies so God weak, man. For one of my attacks, I'm going to try to push him into the fire. Okay. Lit. Athletics Dude, check. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, dang. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to be using athletics as well. I'm not trained in it, so I'm just using a regular old strength check. Suck it. Yep, that is a fail. So you shove yeah. it five feet. I sure do. Okay. Shove it. How do you like it right there, zombie? Enjoy yourself? <laughs> Does not like this at all. In fact, when you uh, pass through a wall of fire, you automatically take 5d8 damage. So, That's what I like to hear. Yeah, go and roll that. Uh, How's about 19 ooh. points? Ooh, that is more than enough to... Mercy. Where'd you go, Aaron? Aaron's gone. Oh, no. Burn his internet connection Jason, you're the DM. Good. What happens? Well, what happened was when uh, when Bobby pushed the mummy, uh, he called him a zombie, and then the mummy cursed Bobby for calling him a zombie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm the DM again, and uh, that means that the curse uh, is very ineffective. It, it does nothing, and uh, the zombie crumbles. I mean, the mummy crumbles into ash. Now you got to be Cookie doing it, crumbles. Aaron. Damn you! <laughs> Uh, mummy, mummy crumbles. Wasn't that one of the cereals like Count Chocula? <laughs> Cinnamon sugar mummy crumbles. <laughs> All right, um, cool. That was really enjoyable and successful. Now those blind zombies down south. I think I'm gonna make a move towards them. I assume I can't get to them. Uh, could I wend my way around and start attacking them? Yeah. Yep, you can move and then make your remaining attack if you wish. What is to the the right of me uh, in the wall? Mostly here? my rats. Yeah, oh, some rats. rats. Okay. Yeah, cool. they're climbing on the walls. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what about a uh, little shove into the firewall? Is that another possibility? Uh, yeah. When you so when you make this a uh, grapple check. Uh, okay. Wait. I really gotta. I gotta remember this correctly because I'm. Might be like getting like Pathfinder and stuff mixed up. So, as a combat maneuver, can you just move someone, or do you have to grapple them first? I think you have to grapple them first, and then you can spend your movement to move them. So, how much movement do you have left? Yeah, I don't think there's a bowl over. I moved twenty feet, so I still have like ten. Right. Okay. So yes, if you succeed another athletics check, you can then spend your last remaining ten feet of movement to move him five feet, because you count as, uh, uh, every square counts as two when you're grappling someone. So yeah, it's the same roll as before. Do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm okay. gonna do this. 
And he's blind, right? So I get advantage? I believe so. I think these count as attacks. Oh. That's only an eight, though. Okay. I I think you beat him because I, I yeah, think he has disadvantage. I think he has disadvantage because oh! he's blind. I I I guess you know what's happening. I would really like confirmation on that, but I, I think I'm gonna go with it because I'm pretty sure these just replace attacks and they use the same rules as attacks. Uh, all right. So you grab a hold of this mummy who's stumbling around blindly and just uh, easily shove him to the side. Uh, now it's your choice. Do you want to let go of him or uh, hold him? Uh, still in the fire. Uh, no, I'm gonna let go of him because I, I need to prepare for more incoming blind zombies. I mean, blind okay. mummies. Uh, now, blind melons. Blind melons. <laughs> uh, they're, they're just so you're aware. In order to do any of this, you would have needed to sheathe your weapon. Wait, uh, isn't your weapon just your fists, anyways? Technically, no, it's my thunder wrench, but it's like sort okay. of attacked attached to my armor and stuff, kind of. Okay. Yeah, so you actually, because of your special rules, you're just using the wrench as, like, basically fluffy, right? Like, you... Yeah. The artificer can just punch people and still do full damage. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, it's just... Yeah, it's just there for fun. So you basically just... is a weapon. Yeah. You just basically hook your wrench onto these guys and just, like, choke them with it and then throw them into the fire. <laughs> All right, roll that the damage. exactly like what I do. Big damage. No whammies. <laughs> 19. 19 points. Okay. Uh, this mummy survives. Amazingly. Oh. Yeah. Well, good luck on your next turn, jackass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, barely survives. Wow. It just uh. it feels like just picking up garbage off the floor now. Throwing it into the incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's it for your movement. Uh, and it seems like that's it for your turn, unless you have a bonus action you want to use. Nope, I've done it. Okay. I've done my part to clean up the trash. Uh, next is the mummy that you just threw into the fire. What's, it, his, what's his name? Ma Ma Maurice. Maurice. Maurice oh, nice. the mummy. Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he moves there to get out of the fire. Uh, I get an attack of opportunity on him. <laughs> yep. yep. With advantage. Yep. Chop, chop. Get him home. That is a hit for only five damage. Oh, no. I, you know what? I'm going to have to go what? ahead and I'm going to have to go ahead and smite him. Okay. All right. Just, just a divine smite first level here. Oh, wait, okay. I no, it's supposed to be 2d8. Yeah, 2d8. It's first level spell, yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right, that is enough to do it. That kills him. He would have survived without that smite. All right, goodbye, Maurice. Um, next up is, is Mandy, the mummy. We got a mummy here that's going to swing its rotting fist at Da Bobby the Enjoyable, who is invisible to it because it's blind. So yeah, let's go. You are laughable. You are laughable, sir. Sir, dummy. Oh my God! Ooh, look at that. Holy shit! Would a twenty-three have hit you? Oh, wow. uh, would it? Yes. A twenty-three is what? No, sorry, twenty-four. He couldn't oh, have hit me. Twenty-four. You guys are crazy AC. All right, well, that, that, was a, that was a whole lot of nothing from that mummy. Let's see if it manages to overcome its blindness. 20, 23 AC is so 2021. Oh. <laughs> yeah, only losers have 23 AC. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, we can't see your, your these rolls. Why not? I can see them. 
the mummy it's did overcome constitution. Yeah, he overcame his blindness. Good yeah. for you, mummy. Yeah, believed in yourself, went to night school, and look at you now. That was yeah, uh, what was the name of that mummy, guys? I forget. Uh, uh Mandy the mummy. Yeah, Maurice Mandy. Does, yeah. Mandy the Mandy. mummy. Yeah, Maurice. Maurice is way dead. Maurice is dead. Mandy is no longer blind. Uh, next we got a swarm of rats. This is the one that's behind race. His full um, name was is Mandy Mum Tinkin. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um, I believe uh, I don't have my rats. Haha, <laughs> rats. But I believe they can move thirty feet, so I'll pull that up. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, they can. So. Okay. So what is that? Uh, thirty feet gets it there, and then okay. I'm just gonna have it go after a random mummy. Beautiful. They're both the same Guys, distance there's away. There's an entry for blind mummy in the urban dictionary. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yes. Do we? <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. Here we go. While banging a woman doggy style, you fake an orgasm. She then turns around unsuspecting of the wad that you have saved to blow in her face. The blinding effect of said wad in her eyes makes her run around the bedroom, arms outstretched like a blind mummy. She no, has disadvantage. I didn't know. <laughs> no, Whoever wrote that has never slept with a black woman because that's not exactly how their reaction would be. But <laughs> you would get mummy rot. You would yes. be praying for mummy rot. And to be quite fair, it doesn't have to be a woman either, right? Like, oh, that's very true. You know, uh, it's yeah. It would be something that yeah, like is Scooby Doo right? with the mummy falling. Oh, you mean when you like run fast but don't go anywhere? Yeah. They'd be slipping yeah. in the semen and <laughs> Dude. Yeah. slipping in the semen. Skating on kids, baby. I love that song. <laughs> Skating on. Slipping in the semen with you. Oh, okay. Uh, the, uh, I just ran the rats. Uh, so the rats, uh, one of them just kind of ran down the hall and uh, had to dash in order to get to one of the mummies, so couldn't attack it. The other one swarmed all over uh, Molly. Is that her name? Yep. Mandy. Yeah, Mandy. Swarmed all over Mandy the mummy uh, and missed, unfortunately. Um, must be boys. Yeah, they're doing their best. Next up yeah. is Morbo the mummy. <laughs> Morbo. Morbo. Oh, he sounds mm -hmm. more scary. Yep, and uh, he say it's Morboing time because Morbing time, you know, would be. Yeah. Copyright right. infringement. Uh, right. And we're not about that here. Uh, GSP. He's attached. He's okay, connected the original to, the, IPs. to the Morbo uh, grid. Morbo grid. <laughs> uh, it's going to use its uh, dreadful glare at the swarm of rats, because why not? It's right there. Uh, we can dive, boys. Believe. Yeah. So, wisdom save for the rats. They got a 10. That is a fail. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Oh, my babies. Come on, rats. Be smarter. So the rats yeah. uh, become frightened, but uh, they are immune to frightened. <laughs> They're mm. also immune to paralyzed, so it does nothing. <laughs> wow. Hilarious. That's pretty awesome. Stupid Morbo. <laughs> Morbo. You well, think you are me casting sleep? <laughs> uh, Morbo swings his rotten fist, uh, trying to bat as many of the rats away off his companion. 
uh, as possible. Does get a hit uh, for 10 bludgeoning and 9 necrotic. Uh, so the rats have a resistance to bludgeoning, but they don't have a resistance to necrotic. So they're taking 14 damage. Uh, and they need to make a constitution saving throw. Mm. Ah. Whoa. That's not gonna do it. Uh -oh. That ain't gonna do it. Oh, My boy. babies. Your babies. Okay, ah. so uh, they have contracted mummy rot. Oh dear. Oh no. That's not good. Oh, I know how that goes. Oh, wait, no, I don't. I know. How, I know how <laughs> it feels to know someone who has mummy rot. That's that's what I know. That's kind of empathy, I think. Yeah. Better you put him in the you back of devouring. You don't generally know them for long, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, you know. And if they come back, they just get burnt up, so. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I never added Murphy the mummy into the initiative. Oh, so, Murph. uh, yeah. Murphy. Murphy, that's Murphy's law, literally. Boom. Uh, it is. Uh, it is a bar. Oh, that's wait, bar. that's not. Murphy the mummy doesn't exist. I'm sorry. Murphy was wow. not actually there. My bad. That's Murphy's why you didn't add him in. That's oh, why he was, he was an one of those shining situations. He's still yep. sleeping, right? He never actually came to the to the <laughs> conflict. Yeah. Uh, Murphy the mummy will appear at a later time. He is not appearing in this film. Uh, okay, uh, so that means after Morbo the mummy went, it is Race's turn. Oh, baby, I love charades. Um, okay. How many mummies do we have left? I can, I see Aaron's head and I can't move the screen down without messing stuff up for myself. Uh, so. Yeah, there there are three. One of them is currently okay. uh, underneath a swarm of rats and right in front of. Right on. Oh, sorry, I think I moved that. Okay, so, yeah. so here's my idea, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think. If I turn into a saber-toothed tiger, that is only a large creature. Because I can't do a huge creature down here, right? Like a mammoth or anything, I'm assuming. It's just too compact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A large creature okay. could fit in a five-foot square, but you would be, like, squeezing, so you'd have disadvantage on a lot of stuff. Huge creature okay. just literally can't even fit into a five-foot area. I just you know, die instantly. Okay. Hmm. Actually, I think this fight is going to be pretty much sewn up. If I was to tell the rats to just run into the fire so that they burn up so they don't... Because, like, <laughs> since they're close... Since they're close to the Bobby, I'm worried, like, if he just touches them randomly, he won't just catch Mummy Rod, right? There's, like, a process. It's not, like, a freeze tag where you just immediately Mummy Rod it. Well, uh, why don't you go and make a, um... I don't know what this would be. Religion or Arcana? A religion or an arcana check, whichever one you prefer. Uh, which one? Oh, they're both three. All right, I'm gonna use arcana from the depths of Dedor. Oh, I didn't do that right. There we go. Six. Uh, yeah, you're really not <laughs> sure. <laughs> you don't really know how mummy rot spreads. You just oh, know God, you're scared sure of it. I don't. I'm terrified. I'm fighting for my life over here. All right. Um. Buy topical cream to the rats. <laughs> hmm. Maybe they just need a, a smooth massage. All right, do I have any other spells that'll do anything? Uh, uh What about uh, like a, uh, you know, I don't know. He probably can't push them into the fire somehow. 
Levitate? Not really. I mean... Any, uh... Wait, th there is a bard spell that forces something to move. Uh... What is that I use called? Mage Hand and slap them into the fire? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? No, Mage Hand can't do, uh, like, uh, shoves or anything Fair. like that. Bray White Spark says Mage Hand is good for remote massages, though. You could massage it them. It is. Hey. Uh, so here's what I'm gonna do. Um, shucks. There's not much I can do besides the, the old-fashioned classic. Um, I summon a Ross Chicken! And then I'm gonna use my animated performance and I'm going to make a this giant rat with Cosmo's head <laughs> chicken claws for feet. Oh dang! Okay. I'm bringing my whole family into this this situation now, and da -da -da -da, I guess it'll appear right in front of me. My sweet sweet baby. I'm gonna name it Brutus. This is, this is what Kozlo would want. I think so, man. I gotta keep his memory alive. And I'm gonna have it go... Um, now, if I, re the if I yes. recall correctly, you, um, you, you have two different abilities. One creates an object and one animates an object, right? Oh, that's true. Yes, sir. So you could animate an object that's already in the room. Or you could create an object and then next turn animate it. Um, you know what? You bring up a good point. Because if I just animate one right now, I don't. I can have it attack this turn. Thank you, DM. <laughs> um, what's in this room that I can use? Uh, urns. Yeah, there are some urns uh, actually For right sure. across from Hamstone. Oh hey, urns! Move that ass! <laughs> okay. So you weave a magical song and uh, uh, try to will that urn to animate and act on your behalf and slay your enemies. Uh, and it does. It, uh, it pops into existence, uh, hops up a la Fantasia, and listens to your commands. Go forth and slap bitches! <laughs> then I'm going to give... Uh... Hamstone, the uh, motive potential. There it is. Those are words. I know English. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, oh, you guys are seeing the... Uh, on the stream, you guys are seeing what I'm looking at here. Interesting. Gasp! You're using... Uh, it's using the DM's uh, roles here. So you guys are gonna be able to see everything that I'm searching for. That's not good. Whoops. Um, uh, well, uh, let's see. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just hide that real fast while I look something up here. Just, just do some fake searches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a bluff. All right, I gotta look something up because something happens when you animate this urn here. Oh. Chris says, so one, one offensive caster in Hamstone, two utility casters in a ranger. Where's Fireball when you need it? Well, it just so happens I have a shield that allows me to cast Fireball three times a day, Chris. I already did Firewall. I'm not going to cast Fireball yet. I'm waiting for, uh, you know, very... Uh, I, I need more of a reason. Yeah, we need more of a reason to, you know, waste those remaining Fireballs. So, Hoobus thing taught us that you need a good reason for anything, so. And slowly corrupt yourself. Was that, wait, so like corrupt yourself? Was that Evanescence? 
Don't <laughs> yourself, go around yourself. No, don't you think the more you use that shield, the more you're turning evil? Yeah, it's I mean, like a but Lord of the ring situation, is it? Is it really evil? I mean, he just wants to tickle my balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're using the powerful of an the power of an evil artifact to yeah, tickle balls. Evil. <laughs> yeah, just for fun though. Nothing wrong with it. God, why you gotta come down on me, God Jag? Yeah, Dad. Leave his friends alone. <laughs> they know how to skateboard. I don't even know what's going on in there. You guys okay? <laughs> How's everything? Oh, you really don't know what's going on in here. <laughs> Your big bugbagger ass left the moment beef started. You were like, all right, I got to head on home. <laughs> I think I left the stove on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get my pizza. Okay. All right, good luck. Ooh. Nice. All right, so race, uh, something happened unbeknownst to you, and it doesn't, it doesn't make any difference to you. So go ahead and uh, continue your turn. Wait a minute, um, something secret happened to somebody? Yeah. Last urn. time a secret thing happened to me, I almost got sucked into a murder bag. So oh, I know. Oh, something um, weird is with those urns. Yeah, damn it. That character only causes problems. He doesn't usually solve them, but yeah, listen, you gotta have one of those in every friend group. Okay, um... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Emery tell you to use the urns, basically? No! Yeah, he did, because he knew I was a gullible bitch! And he I did not! <laughs> I definitely did not. He asked what objects were in the room, and I said there are urns. They're like, only that's urns, good. that's it. Just some nice, innocent-looking urns. That's all there is. Well, it's, been, it's been too many years, I, I forgot when you guys first warned me that he likes to m get us murdered, and it's been, he loaded me into a false system security as a Gemini, that's hefty, damn it. All yeah. right, but it's, it's fine. I got this. I got this. Actually, my time's over. I gave out a motor potential. I made something that's going to kill either me or the homie Morbius. That ain't his name. Hamstone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I can, can I have the dancing item attack the mummies? I don't know if it's going to listen to me, but that's what I would like to do. Yeah, I think as a bonus action, you you command it to do stuff, and then it goes yes, right sir. after you. Okay. So, uh, you uh, animate it as your regular action, and then you command it to attack as your bonus action, and then you don't do anything else, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, it's the Dancing Urn's turn, um, and it will go ahead and dance. It'll boogie on over to, the, um, to an enemy. Do you want to... Hmm, you can only specify a visible enemy here. Oh, so, true, true. Yeah, you can't specify the mummy that's off, off in the hallway because you can't see it. I did see it. it was, I saw it that's before true. I ran under the body's legs. Does that count? You could, you could just say, like, run down that hallway and attack any mummy you see. Hey, go down the hallway and be great. Hit the first mummy that looks at you funny. <laughs> Hit the first mummy that looks at you funny. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, there. It gets there and it makes an attack. Go and roll a d20. Ooh. All right. I'm going for a 20. All right, guys. Do you believe? Ah! Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, those urns are something special. That's for sure. Wow. 
Uh, okay, roll two d10s, please. On the wings of love! Oh, that could have been better. That's not too bad. Uh, your proficiency bonus is four, so that critical hit just did 17 force damage. Mm, brother. Which utterly obliterates the mummy as grody, nasty, old, uh, like desiccated uh, bones go flying against the opposite wall. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, next up is going to be a Lulu. Um, Lulu uh, doesn't really have any combat things she can do, I don't think. Let's see if she can heal. Uh, yeah, she doesn't really have anything super useful. She's just gonna rub a Glubjeg's shoulder with her trunk. Right. Hey, whoa! <laughs> I was just like in a friendly way, or like a... Yeah, I mean... What? Like What's happening here? I, I thought you were, uh, you were stressing out a little bit. I thought I'd help you relax. Okay. Do, do you not I'm want sure me that's in... Working. You don't want me in your personal space? Well... You're a different species than I am. That's okay. This isn't sexual, just friends. Oh. Okay, carry on. <laughs> she carries on, but is very hesitant uh, and doesn't want to offend you. She, right. she, she shot her shot, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what uh, happened to that mummy? Uh, it died. Just, okay. Did the rats kill it? Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. It was the dancing, uh, dancing item. Yep. All right. I'm pretty sure it was about to go. Yeah, it was about to go, and then a race's dancing item danced over there and killed it. Okay. Yeah. Well, race I guess animated. Will... Race animated some urn, an urn that yes. was kind of laying around there, and then something secret happened, but we don't know what. Yeah. It's a good secret, I'm sure. Yeah. That's all the farther I can get. It's, it's the urn we've been earning for. <laughs> I still haven't earned. Lord Hand made me read that. He made me read it. Wow. <laughs> okay. It would, look what you did. Look what you did, Lord Hand. It was great, Lord Hand. Don't listen to him. He doesn't appreciate <laughs> puns. All right, Glubjeg, that's your whole turn there? I can't I can't get any farther, so... Okay, so Glubjeg moves into position where uh, next turn he should be able to find some targets. Uh, yep. And then a ghostly apparition appears in front of Race the Roaster. All the, the fellas? All the fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's episode 78 of the Rated RPG podcast, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. We've got a few more episodes on the way to get you caught up for our July 8th live stream. We're nearing the end of our adventures in Avernus, which means we're nearing the beginning of our next adventure in the Valley of Green Gold. And that adventure will feature NPCs, locations, and adventure hooks, pretty much everything provided by the fine folks who support Rated RPG 
through Patreon. Our address, if you would like to join them, is patreon.com slash ratedrpg. You can also find all that stuff on our website, ratedrpgpodcast.com. Huge thanks to our level 15 bards. They are Cheesemaster007, Ardens Davros, Alex Shermerhorn, Uglaset, Mage, a true goblin of culture, Scott McGrath, GBS Trek, Random.Guy, Holly Summers, Ronald Remus, Wiry Traveler, and John Mangrum. And thanks to our rations and adventuring gear supporters, they are Mongoose, Sean Henry, Tony LeBlanc, Aiden R., Bossa Nova Bill, Spidey Mouse, Shane Who Loves Games, Danny Bell, Christian Go, Eric Soto, Freckled One, Jedi, Elizabeth Parcells, Banana Fish, Cold Shots, Great White Spark, and Nick. Thank you all so much. And, you know, a lot of folks bought shots during the June live stream. You'll be able to start, if you haven't already been able to tell in the podcast, there were some shots flowing in uh, supporting the Rated RPG podcast. And things get a little crazy in the forthcoming episodes of our June session. I hope you enjoy all of that. Uh, we don't always include the uh, shots and the hijinks and stuff in the podcast episodes because sometimes they're visual and they will be visual, but we'll do our best to describe them to you as they occurred as a historical record of our shenanigans. Uh, Please feel free to share the Rated RPG live stream and podcast with people that you think might enjoy it. Give it a good review if you can do that wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to it so you're always notified when a new episode is ready for your ear holes. Follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG Podcast and find us online. All of the info you need is at RatedRPGPodcast.com. Thank you on behalf of everyone around Ye Old Gaming Table for enjoying the Rated RPG Podcast. <laughs>